Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one ginger. Before we start every episode, Jared does a little clap to get our sound and our video synced like that. You pride yourself on having the loudest clap, I think, that out of any human yes. in the history of humanity. I have a thunderous clap. A thunderous clap. But those last few claps were not that good. They were not. They're disappointing. And they're only appropriate at appropriate times. When yeah. we were driving through Europe, when I was driving this van <laughs> that we almost fucking destroyed, by the way, yeah, you were clapping along to a song. Yeah. And I almost had an aneurysm yeah. no your your claps are so loud like it really it can trigger like a panic attack you know what psychosis if you, even yeah if you are uh an edm artist and you need some claps <laughs> on your track we can go ahead and throw my information down below here yeah. i would love to be a studio session clap Ugh, he has clapper. to ask me for permission if he can clap in the car now yeah he's like it's, can i clap right now and i was like Okay. I'm afraid I will a say a little bit. I'm, I'm afraid to do it now though, because with the wedding ring on, it it hurts a little bit. It you should. Could, you could hurt some you could deglove yourself. I don't want to do that. Ooh, degloving. Degloving. Look at Jimmy it up. Kimmel. Was it Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon got degloved? Jimmy Fallon. Doing I think. What? I don't know. Climbing or something? Ugh. I told I, the story about Does your your fi- finger pulls because of your ring. I know, but does your finger your fingernail stays? It flays all the skin off. off of your But what about the finger. fingernail? No, I thought your finger came off. Well, it can, but a degloving. Oh, I thought is, the finger degloving is just the skin. It's oh, like you, is it? it? Like it peels your skin off like a potato peeler. Yeah, like a not you know, your like whole a, finger. I think the finger can come that off. That would be an amputation. I think it happens. I don't. Like, yes, but I don't think that's what degloving is. Oh, you should Google it. Okay. No, actually, speaking of... No, don't of, Google it. You're going to see photos. No, no, no. Speaking of the last thing we needed to Google, at the end of the last episode, we talked about the American cockroach. And that they were really fast. And I just need to say, this is a full facts podcast because I Googled it. And the cockroach is the fastest insect on earth. Of course it is. So gross. And it can reach up to three miles an hour. Wow. But like as a tiny little thing, we all know the fastest. Three miles doesn't seem too fast. Think about how big a mile is compared to a cockroach. They can go three of those in an hour. I know, but you'd think they're faster. Okay, let me read this. That's fast. There were a couple of conditions really? for this experiment, including timing and speed of the insect at least five times. Believe it or not, the winner of the experiment was the American cockroach. And second place was the Australian tiger beetle. Of course, America is winning this. Yeah. Um, the American cockroach can run five feet in one second. That's fast. If you're trying to kill one in your home, yeah. that's insanely that's too fast. fast. When you think about that, but like Which three equals miles an speed hour is 3.4 miles per hour. That's a walk. So you could go Dude, as fast no, as a cockroach. No, no. Small you- Think about how small their legs are. Like, Think about if their legs were human size and they were moving. Cockroaches fast. can fly. No, that's only some palmetto bugs. That's oh. like those are like some cockroaches can fly, some can't. Um, You're not impressed by cockroaches, and it they're shows. disgusting. I, I mean, I thought the fastest insect would be faster than three miles an hour. What about like hornets? They feel like they, they fly, fly faster. Oh, so we're talking about I, walking insects. I think insects. walking yes. legs. Oh, well, the other type of insects are like roly-polies. But are like... <laughs> they're like a, a caterpillar. There's not like, just roly-polies. There's a but lot. I, think, I know, but I like, it's not go- that impressive if we're just talking about talking I bet you there's insects. some pretty fast spiders. I don't spiders. think hornets can fly that fast. I, but, yeah, but... Those swarms look pretty slow. No, I think they can. Because <laughs> remember, it's like what you have to do to run away from like killer bees. Yeah. So that means they can fly as fast as you can run, which is probably four and a half miles an hour. 
I can run a lot faster than four and a half. I don't know. I'm not a big runner. I think my top speed is like 13 or 14 miles an hour. That's literally not possible. I think think the fastest mile is like five minutes. Wait till you see me do it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, the speed of these insects can be concerning, especially if you spot one in your home or business. American cockroaches can be identified by their two inch long bodies that are reddish brown. What? Sickening. Well, I'm still not impressed. I didn't think that you would be. <laughs> Jack's like, that's a slow bug. If you I've should ever not be one. eating this while we're recording. No, that's fine. Very cacophonous sound. The people like Cheez-Its. Sorry. They understand. Um, okay. Well, if you are watching us right now, that means you are watching us on Patreon. Yeah. And we love having you here. Mm-hmm. Sorry about Alexis's chewing. I know Jack you took hate. my snack away. I know you, you <laughs> confiscated. hate when we She threw it on the floor. podcasting. The Cheez-Its have been confiscated. I'm trying to save our listeners' ears. Sorry. Nobody likes the sound of somebody chewing. In fact, I think that there's a fear of that called something some phobia it's not tryptophobia no that's when it's cheese it's though if you know what it is and it's like such a decadent snack yeah. you just they're rooting jealous. i think they're rooting for you like yeah they're rooting you. for you yeah. anyways if you're watching us you're watching our patreon we'd love that you're here in the first d underground if you're not and you want some bonus content please join us lots of fun stuff please join us beyond seeing this video you get an extra episode a week basically of the first degree not always with an interview but an amazingly well-researched true crime episode. That's a pretty sweet deal. I mean, we work really hard on them. At least You also, when we do a multi-part episode, a big beefy one, you get pretty much the whole thing up front. Up yep. front. So that's a nice perk, too. That is a good perk. Very good perk. Yeah. We got one of those coming up. Mm-hmm. We do indeed. All right. Well, do we want to get into the day today? Yes. It's officially November. Wow. How did we get here? Jeez. How did we get here? I'm so glad we're here, though. Yeah. It's a good month. Um, November 2nd. So everybody might still be nursing their Halloween hangover. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe you're going to have a weird late Halloween party this weekend. I don't know. Um, but we're going to get into the day today. And it starts in 1867. The first issue of Harper's Bazaar was released. Wow. 1867. Wow. So I have a screenshot of this right here. I'm going to show it to you. Ooh. And Alexis. Can I Ooh, ask? ladies about the town. May I now ask a question? Yes. What's a Harper's Bazaar? Harper's Bazaar is like, a, it's like Vogue. It's a, oh. but it's still around It's a today. lifestyle magazine. Yeah, a lifestyle magazine. So it's like fancy. Yeah. Fancy. Yeah. That's Harper's why Bazaar. Probably why I don't know it. So this first issue says... A repository of fashion pleasure wow. and instruction. Oh, <laughs> tell me what to do. Uh, <laughs> so, and on the cover, they have fall bonnets. So they have like four different ways to wear a bonnet with all these like different women's hairstyles. And then there's two women on the bottom, bridal toilets, which I don't... Toilets. Toilets. Is that a type of clothing? A toilet is like eau de toilette, like a perfume, like a scent. Oh, oh. Bridal sense. Huh. Interesting. Like, you know how they say, like, uh, there's a perfume and there's a eau de toilette. Yeah. Uh. Which is like a lighter mist. Oh, but and what like is less, toil- co- less what is, concentrated. What is toilet? Like toiletries. Oh. Like the, the traditional toilet. I'm not really sure why we call it that when we also call these products we put on our faces and shit. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Toiletries. I actually never thought about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, we'll post this picture. It's, it's so funny. It's delightful. Yeah, 150 yeah. years ago. Oh, have things I can't changed. believe that's only 150 years ago, to be honest. Really? Well, when you think about like 20 years ago. And how different shit was? And like how not that different shit was. Like it yeah. is and it isn't. And then 150 years ago doesn't seem that long ago. And it's like that. 
which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. I love yeah. it. I mean, I just, I, I was thinking about this the other day. Abraham Lincoln was within the last 150 years. Yikes. That's crazy. I don't yeah, know why. In my mind, Abraham Lincoln ancient. was 5,000 years ago. That's right. <laughs> oh, it's so funny when, when you they, like, what, there's some people that I think people get really confused about when their timelines were in history. Yeah. Like, I think Pablo, Pablo Picasso died in like the 90s. Yeah. No, in the 70s, 90s, 70s or 80s. Or I maybe think 90s, he might have maybe died 90s. in the 90s. But yeah, yeah. Again, like it's the crossover like, that some people have had is just like so wild. I yeah. can't keep it all straight. There's too much history. Too much. I know. Wait, let me see when he died. I'm almost positive. Pablo Picasso. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, a lot of his famous works were happening in like the 30s and uh, 40s, no, right? You're right. 73. So maybe a little later than that. 40s, 50s. But he was born in 1881. Damn, dude. Wow. That's a long I time ago. So he was probably a bad guy too, but they all were. Oh, come on. Who knows? Okay. So 1889. Most of them were bad. Oh, yeah. And there weren't any rules. Any man with any power in the course of history was bad. 100%. Okay. <laughs> 1889. North Dakota and South Dakota are admitted as the 39th and 40th United States. Wow. Couldn't tell you where those are on a map. I could. I could. Somewhere in the middle. Top. The Dakotas. Middle, top. Yeah. Middle, east, That's- top. Yeah, not really bit. east. No, central. Are they in the middle. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to the Dakotas? I doubt it. <sighs> um, I don't think we've played there, but I've I've passed through. I've been to Montana. Really? That's not the Dakota. I haven't been to it's close to it. I've been to Wyoming, Montana, and then pro- possibly North Dakota. I don't know if I've been there. I mean, Wyoming and uh, Montana are two of the most beautiful states. Yeah. Have you been? I've been to Wyoming, Jackson Hole. Yeah. Oh. You've been to Montana? No. We'll talk about this later. I want, I've always wanted to go to Montana. I thought you went. No, we were supposed to go for my birthday, remember? Mm. And then there's like something going on anyway. Pandemic or something? Yeah, that <laughs> happened. <laughs> okay, 1898. Dang it. <laughs> cheerleading was started at the University of Minnesota. So it started with this guy, Johnny Campbell, and he leaded the crowd in cheering on the football team with rah, rah, shishkumba. Hoorah, hoorah, varsity, varsity, Minnesota. That Minnesota. Was, I'd be like, this man needs an ambulance. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's saying having, a bunch of stuff that doesn't make sense yeah. loudly. Yeah. 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 And I guess Princeton had published cheers to the audience to chant as in as early as 1877. So it took up to 1898, almost 20 years for somebody to actually implement those cheers. To mobilize the, to the mobilize cheers. the people. He looks around, he's like, right, guys, right? And they're like, yeah. dude, what are you they're doing? Like, I'd listen if hot girls were saying yeah. it. Well, so <laughs> this started in ni- 1898, and women started being popular cheerleaders in the early 1920s so it took like a while 30 years for women to start cheerleading so that's interesting wow. uh, 1924 the sunday express publishes the first british crossword puzzle oh jack was a cheerleader i was a cheerleader anyways those are those were I can we show some of those pics yeah always. hard to picture it's one of my most iconic pics especially because she's the most apathetic person so th- to imagine she's like let's go hopefully someone wins yeah. i'm like jack cared about someone winning it's i kind of you know it's before i discovered music to be honest music was the turning point in my life mm, but it was i had no identity before that so it was just i was kind of going with the flow trying to be popular and why not it always felt wrong yeah sure does it, it didn't feel like i was like being my authentic self. Yeah. Hard to see you as a cheerleader. But yeah. Maybe for Halloween. We'll not see. for me. Maybe. I'd be a great costume for you. I yeah. I oh my God. Well, I was going to say if I could fit in my uniform, I can't. It was before I went through puberty. So I was like, no way. <laughs> Is that happening? Um, okay. 1936. The first high definition TV broadcast service by BBC in London was released. 
And at the time, the standard definition was 30 horizontal lines making up the picture. And the high def version had 240 lines. Wow. Today, 720 is considered the minimum for high def, which doesn't seem that much more than 240 from 1936. That's almost 100 years ago. Well, I think it's measured differently now. I could be wrong. I don't really know 100%, but uh, uh, pixels are a big deal um, because everything is digital. There used to be like CRT monitor or whatever. Nope. I'll stop. <laughs> I know where I am. Boring. I'm going to stop. I know where I am. Nope. I'm done talking. Okay. 1979, Studio 54's owners are arrested for tax evasion. Uh-oh. So they pleaded guilty for paying corporate taxes of $8,000 on a reported taxable income of $47,000 during the club's first years of operation. But the actual income was $791,000. And so they owed $366,000. So Whoop. they tried to sneak right through there. I mean, no right. one likes Uncle Sam, but you gotta you gotta pay up. Uncle Snakes is gonna come and get you. Gotta pay to play. They um, come for you. Yes, like they come for you. Here's what I love. I wish they would tell you what you. You've owe. seen the meme, right? And it says, "Yeah, we want you <laughs> to guess how much you owe us. We know how much you owe us, but if you get this wrong, you're going to jail. You're going to jail. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. And it's like, can you tell me? No, but I know. Yeah, no, but I know the number. But you got to figure it out. And then if you go over, we'll give you some back. But if you go under, you're jail. We're coming straight to jail. Yeah. When you really we're think gonna about, seize your assets. When you think about that aspect of taxes, it's actually fucking insane. Okay, I'm gonna play devil's advocate. They're giving us a chance to be like, here's what I spent. Here's why I owe less. You know, because they know what we owe. I don't think that anybody is giving us a chance. W-2s and based on other things that are reported. Because there's all these like other accountabilities and taxes, right? Like the people who pay you, they get a break if they tell you that they paid you. Yeah. So they're actually giving us a chance to say they owe less. And we get one chance to do it by submitting write-offs and all these other things. For sure. I don't know. Still, just leave me alone. (laughs) <laughs> Don't take our money. Tax the rich. Just leave, leave me alone. alone. Tax the rich. Um, 1983 Thriller was released. Da, na, 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 na. Which I think is an interesting thing. It was released after Halloween when it's such a spooky song and music video. Yeah, he's like a werewolf in the video. I mean, it's iconic music video. When was it released? November. November 2nd. Okay. 1983. Well, that's, that's like close. Close. I get it. People always say like if you could time travel and see like an event, I would love to see the reaction of the entire world when Thriller came out. Wow. I mean, there's because nothing like it. At, from a, just a music standpoint, the production on that album, the songs, like... Dude, like Dirty Diana, too. Like, all his music at that time. I mean, yeah. And, it's and like, like, listen, he's a very controversial, yeah, obviously, for sure. like, figure, no, but his music... He was not great. Yeah, I mean, he... But he was a victim who created more victims, right? Yeah. But, like, yeah. he is a musical genius, unfortunately. And like, Thriller is literally the most iconic music video of all yeah. time. I mean, it literally changed... Like, Michael Jackson, specifically Thriller, changed the course of pop music. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like, insane. Quincy Jones, like, in- insane. Insane. Yeah. 2003, Arrested, Devel- Arrested Development... Whoa, go again. 2003, Arrested Development premieres. One of the best TV shows of all time. Dude, I didn't know Michael Sarah was in that. How do you oh not know? Because I'd characters. never watched it until this year. George oh Michael. God. 
George Michael. I love Michael Sarah, and I was like, this is why everyone loves him. I actually don't love Michael Sarah. You don't? No. He plays the same character and everything, but I think that they're all literally George Michael. Like but they're so good. Have you seen the theory that he accidentally walked onto a movie set and was too timid to tell them that he wasn't supposed to be there as like <laughs> an actor, and that's how his career started? It's literally, he doesn't act. That'd be awesome. He doesn't it's act, not, he's but... just himself, and he like says lines. Love I him. think he's pretty damn funny. He's I think all, he's, he's hilarious. He's done a lot of... Um, I think like he's, a com- he's a comedian, yeah. right? Because yeah. like he is always himself. Yeah, but he's funny. Yeah, he's not playing. He's not like a character actor. You know, yeah. what, I, you yeah. know what I just learned? This is a fun fact about Michael Sarah. For the Superbad DVD that came out, uh-huh. when Superbad came out on DVD, they had on the title slide, like for the menu, there's a video of him dancing. Remember, it was like their silhouettes and they're like dancing. It's like yeah. him and Jonah Hill. They made Judd Apatow made. Michael Sarah dance for an hour straight because he wanted people to wait for it to loop on the menu and it just doesn't loop. It's an hour long. Oh my God. And they filmed him and he had to dance in front of a green screen for an hour. Dude, fuck that. So You're that's the menu. You probably him. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I love it. He's a good sport for comedy, so I like him. Yeah. I love Arrested Development so much. Um, okay. And then I found a Florida Man story that I thought was pretty good. I'm into this. I need to start looking at Florida Man stories. 2016, a Florida man was arrested after he threw his glass eye at a hospital staff. Wow. Edward Dorsey, 54 <laughs> years old. I'm keeping an eye on you. <laughs> faces charges of domestic battery and battery on an emergency medical care provider. Police said that he was being evaluated by emergency room staff at Largo Medical Center when he removed his glass eye and threw it at a doctor and a nurse. And he said, I can do whatever I feel like doing. He told them after being warned not to take the eye out. <laughs> Don't do it. You leave your eye in Don't there. Don't do it. Don't tell me what nope. to do. Put your hand down. Don't. <laughs> Don't do it. You better not. Don't do it. You better not. I see you getting that eye out. You know what? I I don't know. This probably exists, but imagine this is what I want is a show like Cops, but it's just emergency rooms in Florida. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, it's a HIPAA violation. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> that is the definition of a HIPAA violation. Damn it. <laughs> but that Sorry, would be They need to make so an good. exception. Maybe. People could sign papers, but they're under duress. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. It's like they're unconscious and like the hand members making them sign. I just they're want, like, you're going to be famous. Yeah. You're going to be a star. <laughs> I just want front row seats to this. Yeah. You know, love you. What Florida. you could do is like go to the sick people around town and make them sign in advance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you don't want sick people. You want injured people. I you want, want eyeball guy. You want eyeball guy. You want like someone at the prom yeah. got, you know, stepped yes. on glass. Yeah, I want you need a storyline. I want bath salts. You need guy. a storyline. So you do need line. to pick them before because then you got to like show their character. But then arc. it's like self fulfilling prophecy. Like you're going to get hurt soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just waiting. We can't have For that. Sure. No, it's not. Sorry, Jared. Your dreams are dashed. I it know. is a good idea, though. Fuck. Unfortunately, totally never not producible, though. I know. Okay. So our word of the day it's a Welsh word. It's pronounced he wraith. He wraith. Hirath. Hirath. H-I-R-A-E-T-H, pronounced Herath. 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 What does it mean? It's a word that describes a type of homesickness, but for a home that you can't return to or that never existed. It's a multi-layered in its combination of longing, nostalgia, and yearning, and the feeling doesn't always go away even when you return home. It's like, I really miss that mansion that I never had. <laughs> or like a fam- like adopted kids, a family I never had. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or, like, or like a house that burnt down. Yeah. You know, something okay, you, that's... Something like I can't ever go back to this. Yearning but... slash... Or like refugees. Yeah. You know, people fleeing violence and political It's like a permanence displacation Probably. Kind of thing. It says you can also feel he wraith 
for a homely kind of feeling such as love if you're being reflected reflective over your past and perhaps miss somebody terribly so it's like also the longing for maybe what could have been or yeah. something in your past so I'm depressed emo <laughs> very emo i'm depressed that hurts i know i wish i didn't know that okay sorry i'll Oopsies. do a better one next time Oh, that was good. I thought it was a, it's a beautiful you know, word. I'm just feeling a little deeply right now. Or Herath. Kind of. Herath. Herath. I don't fuck it. Sorry, guys. Herath. All right. Well, when we come back, we've got some bitching to do. When I was growing up, I took French in high school, but I could never get the language to stick. I wanted to be fluent so bad, but it never happened. I just couldn't focus and I couldn't practice enough and it didn't work. But thankfully, there's Rosetta Stone, which is the most trusted language learning program, and it's available on desktop, or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone is different. It immerses you in so many ways, and with its intuitive process, you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, and then sentences, and before you know it, boom, conversations. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the first-degree listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com first. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com first today. Okay, so it comes as no surprise that I have absolutely no idea how to cook. I don't want to learn how to cook. It's not really my thing. But when I tried Factor meals, it was a freaking game changer. So Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. So the first time I tried Factor meals, I was actually blown away because I'm like, that's it. That That's all it is. Two minutes and the meals are so delicious. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, ooh, fancy, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Like I said, they're so easy to prepare. I love them. So head to factormeals.com slash degree50 and use code degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code degree50 at factorymeals.com slash degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's almost summer and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? 
We're back. Uh, welcome to On The Stand. Every week, we bring a person, place, thing, or an idea to the stand. We love it. We hate it. We talk about it. We vote on it. We bring it to you on Instagram to vote on it. And then sometimes we have a listener on the stand. Do we have one today? Always. Jared, do you want to tell the number for everybody to call in? It's been a while since I've said this number out loud, Jacqueline. Thank Can you. Can we start it, Jared? No. Nope. If you'd like to call in with your On The Stand, the number is 818-446-6889. did it. bitches a lot of brain power hey it's the first phone number i've memorized in 20 years literally for real all right lex here we go yeah we'll start with the listener on the stand beep hi firsties so i have an on the stand i just finished my third road trip with my long-term partner and he is saying that I am the worst road trip partner because I sleep intermittently on a long road trip. We're talking like 10, 11, 12 hours. I offer to drive. I can drive. We have a shared car. He says, no, I want to drive the whole way. And then what am I supposed to do? Sleep. Not the whole time, but some some of the time. Like, I cannot stay up with you. I will sleep through the music, whatever you want to put on. And he said that that is the worst co-pilot situation. So I am putting on the stand road trip sleepers. Like, what are you supposed to be doing? It is boring. I just feel like I am not in the wrong here. So let me know. Bye. This is a, this is a tricky one, right? Like, yeah. um, you sleep when we go places. You try to. You recline and close your eyes. I don't, don't sleep. sleep. Yeah, but you close your eyes and recline. <laughs> I've never once slept. I'm totally cool with that, by the way. Like, I don't want you to drive. I'd rather drive the whole thing. Yeah. So I don't really care. But this reminds me of back when I, I toured in a van for four years, five years. And you're leaving after a show late at night. And the way that we would do it is you have two guys. One's driving, one's co-captain. Everybody else gets sleep in the back. And if it's a long drive, you'll rotate out after like five or six hours. Yeah. You need your other guy to be awake. So I'm used to it being like, I'm depending on you because our conversation is what's keeping me awake because it's two in the morning. Yeah. And we played a show and loaded out and we're super tired. I mean, you have a big chance of somebody falling asleep at the wheel. So it's like you need that co-pilot. Yeah. And it's a big deal. And so like, you know, if if your co-pilot starts falling asleep, you'd, you'd be like, okay, it's time to rotate with somebody else. Yeah. Um. This is totally different, though. This is just a simple road trip. Yeah, but it's and sort of the same. Like, yeah. You need that, though. Like, especially if it's a, if you're going for the long haul, it's nice to have that sort of, uh, even if you're not even talking, just there's like a certain air presence. to two people being conscious. I don't know. No, I mean, my initial thoughts, because I have tried to maybe doze a few times when we've done like long road trips but i number one can't sleep so i'm not sleeping anyways i'm just kind of closing my eyes but i hate when somebody goes to sleep when i'm driving like i hate it does that happen to you when do you drive and who's sleeping not recently but like in the past when we do like girl road trips or like i'd be driving a long distance with somebody else like i think you should stay up with the person driving like out of respect for sure though i know i've tried to take a nap if I, you I think friends are different than, than romantic your partner. partner yeah right because like that's true i just feel like friends are like we we're in we, this together we're in this together for this period of time 
Yeah. It's just a lot. There's less like forgiveness. Like partners can do fucking whatever. Yeah. And yeah. You have to real. love them anyway. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, just yeah. a little different. <laughs> yeah. Friends, it's like the older we get, the less time we have. So it's like we should show up and bring it. Well, also, it's like if you're going on a road trip with friends yeah. and the person that's driving has offered their car, probably. So it's yeah. like that's nice Already. thing. Number one. Yeah. And they're driving. That's nice thing. Number two, usually no, like you don't want to be the driver. Don't yeah. make them so drive then, a bunch of corpses to the yeah, place. Don't, if you, if, so somebody else is offering up their car and themselves to drive. Like the least you can do is stay up. With yeah. Them. And like have, make it, make some memes on the way. Yeah. yeah. On the trip. Yeah. Sing, gr- scream, sing some songs. But if this is your romantic partner, I think you're completely normal. Yeah. And I think okay, not I feel guilty. better about myself then because I'm I, like, I'm a hypocrite. In the it way doesn't that I bother me. This. It doesn't I think not me. guilty. And I also don't sleep. It's not like I'm sleeping for hours. I like will try to close my eyes for like 15 minutes and I can't sleep. And then I'm I rest. Yeah. I mean, but I also don't sleep. But me and Matt do this and I rest. Yeah. And then I'll be like, that didn't work. And I'm up in 15 <laughs> minutes and it chatting never, again. It never works. Yeah. I'm going to say not guilty. Not like you guilty. said it was intermittent. Like I don't think it's that big. I'm going to say guilty for friends. But you're not, not a great guilty. road trip partner. Guilty for and friend, not guilty for your romantic partner. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go next. Great. So the other night I was hanging out with my parents and I was staying down at their house because Jared was gone and I don't like being alone. So yeah. I was staying with my parents and obviously the sun is setting earlier <sighs> during these sad times. Sure. The time is going to change change soon. I, it's like the worst day of the year for me for that reason. But anyways, it was dark out. It was like 730. And all of a sudden, we get a knock on the door. Ooh, mysterious. And so my parents have a ring camera. So we're like looking at the ring. And it's just like a guy. What does he want? And he is just knocking. We don't answer. He knocks again. We don't answer. He stays there for probably two minutes, like waiting at the door. Do and you see, see cars in the driveway? What? Are there cars in the driveway? For sure. Yeah. But like, he just is. No way. He's just knocking and waiting. And we can't tell if he has a clipboard or something. But anyways, what I'm putting on the stand is knocking on somebody's door at night. Like, yeah. number one, knocking on people's doors and in this day and age is so Do fucking weird. people answer? I can't imagine anybody really answers the door anymore. Yeah. Especially at night. Like... I obviously we work in true crime and have heard way too many stories that I'm like, I am not opening the door for a stranger, especially at night. Like, I don't know what you have planned. I don't know who is waiting around the corner. Like, I don't know what you're selling. If you're selling something, why are you there at night? Like you're peddling religion. I have the internet. I can look it up for myself, but like not at night. If you're going to go door to door, if you're doing already, it was pitch black dark. That's weird. What are you doing? It's perspective. I I open the door, but that's weird. But like, it's because I probably get to tell somebody no, which is kind of fun. You, you know? would open the door at night if somebody rang your doorbell, a stranger. I mean, you I don't expecting. have a doorbell because I have, we live in an yeah, apartment. Yeah, I have done that. Yes. That is so insane to me. Not me. Yeah. I. What I, if they're robbed? I won't rob even answer the door if it's someone we know. No. Like occasionally someone in the building will knock on the door because Matt's yeah. on the HOA. Yeah. And I look through the hole. I'm like, hard pass. And I walk away. Well, that's the thing. We, I'm not in for somebody just showing up dude i'm not here for your service and i don't i'm not buying anything so like then i you don't I'm gonna save to, us the yeah. time like yeah. i won't answer because i'm not gonna fucking spend 20 minutes humoring you and trying to get you Salespeople or solicitors have a really hard time saying no so it takes 20 minutes to say yeah. no to them yeah I'm not going to play this game if well, I already know the answer. It's just fucking scary. It was like freaked us out. We're like, what why isn't want? this guy leaving? My I don't know. We thing... didn't answer the door, but it's like, it's scary too. I mean, I don't know. My true crime brain goes to like 
there's a whole bunch of people there. They're going to try to rob the house. Like, I don't know what they, what, what could you possibly want in the pitch this, black dark this, this time of night. night? Like it's scary. And it was a weekend. Yeah. Even weirder. Yeah. I would recommend this item, which is a, I had a security door at both of my houses like that I've lived in. And it was nice because you open your door and then there's a door. You've got a metal door, but you can see through it. They can't really see you. And then I could just be like, what do you want? And they can't really see me. I just would never just, answer a door. But to make your, my presence known is why I would do it. Is be like, hi, like I'm in here. What do you want? Kind of like, I don't know, maybe as a deterrent, maybe not. Normally it's benign. Maybe security doors are the answer. I don't security know. Doors I still nice. wouldn't answer it. It's still scary. They're not really They're pretty ugly. appealing to the eye. They're pretty yeah. ugly. But I liked having it. It made, mm. made it a lot easier to like confront people. And when we lived them, together, like, me and Jack... We had a security door as our back door only. It's a metal see-through door. Oh, perfect. There was no other door. Perfect. That was our the that, house back the, door. The back door was naughty. And I don't even know if it locked. It locked, but it was barely see-through. Just and in case. It locked by like the little lock. You like do like the little button on the little pushy Just handle. in case someone was like, let's just go straight for the back door. And they're like, rats. There's a security door back here. And then they leave. Like If they'd only checked, it was not yeah. even locked. Yeah, he could have went through the front, guys. there was no door. Yeah. And Lacey was sleeping on the couch right inside that room. Yeah. Our I th- friend. I think the act of knocking late at night, though, unless it's like an emergency, guilty. Yeah. He just wouldn't leave. It's yeah. just so crazy. It's like nobody's answering. He just was like lingering around. It was very off-putting. Mm. A little scary. This is when you need to get those things like secret like pods that release like smoke. Ooh. Like yeah. if you did that under the door, he'd be like, That's cool. He'd start running. Yeah, I do like that. I like that. All right, guilty. 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 All right, who's going next? Go ahead, I'll go Lex. next. Okay. Mine is similar. Um, it was Saturday, just two days ago. Wow. When I was um on my way to a birthday lunch and I had like a bunch of presents in my hands. Matt was with me. And as soon as we left our door, we ran into someone in the hallway who had like a lot of questions. Oh, no. And I was like dressed for an event. You're leaving. And I had things. And I was like, and these conversations went on. And then we went to the elevator. And the person getting out of the elevator also stopped us to be like, da-da-da-da, how was your trip? I'm like, this is not, like, I'm wearing heels like, Not the time to stop I'm and chat. I'm holding a wrapped gift. You're visibly on your way somewhere. Visibly on my way where it has a punctual start. Mm. Like, I'm not, like, going on to work out. Like, this is... And then it happened fucking again in the garage. And I finally had to be like, we're late for something. You were very popular at your place. I know, no, Matt God. is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Matt is the mayor because he's on the HOA and everyone's right. got questions and complaints. And I... Sometimes they yell at me because they're like, your husband, da-da-da. I'm like, ma'am... I like, I don't even know what these gripes are about because I stay so far fucking oh, out no. of it. But stopping, if you live in a home or this applies to office buildings, apartment complexes where you see people kind of regularly, like ask people, like, do you have a second yeah. right. before you bombard them with, I do it when I call, cold call people too. I, I've occasionally cold called Jack with like, something big i'm like do you have a second you could be in the fucking middle of something yeah before you start unloading um it's so rude to hijack someone's time like that that's all so i'm putting that on the stand i mean read the situation you gotta know like what is in people's hands do they have a dog on a leash let them go yeah do they have gifts in a hand let them go if they're dressed up let them go yeah well that i mean it kind of goes back to the the knocking on the door it's just like you need to let people know that you're going to take up some of their time. 
like I think that we're all super busy. We've all got our shit going on. Like we're not we're all expecting. We're running late most of the time. All the time. And like we got our own emotional labors that we're trying to fucking deal with. I so it's time like, for this. Unless it's like, uh, yeah, you just got to let people know that you're going to be like unloading on them. And of course, this is for my mom's birthday and I was panicking. And then when we got to her house, she was outside waiting like this. Oh, no. Which is why I was like, we need to go. Oh, no. Oh, like, like my mom was like outside waiting, waiting for me. You kept her waiting. Yeah. Because I, I knew and I, because it happened three times. I'm like, Matt, we have to just we got to go. And he's just the most congenial person. So he's like, and these are our neighbors. We have to be civil, but like people. Oh no. People, people. People. I'm going to say guilty as hell. Guilty. Guilty, bro. Jared? I'm putting something on the stand. And Jack may have done this before, but this is a first experience for me. Yes. So we just played in, my band just played in Austin, Texas. And my flight home after the show, so the following day, was like, it was scheduled for like 1 p.m. 2 p.m. or something. And it, it, our flights get scheduled by like our like flight, like assistant. We have like a person who schedules stuff. I think they looked at the flights. Fancy. Well, it's, she's like, oh, fancy. she's awesome. Um, but I didn't really have a say. Not fancy. <laughs> I think it's fancy. It's fine. But it's, it's no one assists me with my flights. She kind of well, like, I want to just, I want to be in control of my own flights. She kind of like knows my preferences if I'm flying. Like, I want to be on Delta. I want to have, I want to leave around the same time as the other guys so we can kind of go together to the airport um but there's a new thing that's happening and jack has talked about this before and i've been kind of like against it because it's it seems inconvenient super early flight a super early flight mm. so she knows that my preference is is probably not before like 7 a.m i probably don't want to fly but i told jack i was like after the show i'm coming home i won't be home until like 2 30 or 3 in the afternoon she's like well don't they have any earlier flights and i look and i'm like well all they have is this flight at like 7 20 a.m and i was like that's ridiculous after a show and she got sad. She was like, well, we're going to miss like half the day. And I was like, okay, let me think about it. And I was like, all right, I can do this. Like, we'll play the show. I'll just go to bed early. You can muster up the courage for an early flight. Yeah, I'm telling you, Jack influenced me too. Yeah. After my sister's bachelorette, me and Sophia left at 7 a.m. Yeah. And I was home by like It's nine. amazing. It's Dude, amazing. Here's the thing. You got to get over the hump of being like, I'm going to be hungover. I need my sleep. You're going like, to be hungover, gonna be hungover no, matter no matter what. And then you're going to waste... Three fourths of your day traveling. Why don't you just wake up early? Be home, people. Let and me be tell home you. By 8 let, let me tell you, people. It's the right best. now. Here's the thing. On your way out to the thing that you're doing, whatever. Be comfy. Don't you? You don't have to rush it. You don't have to go early. Coming back though, get back as soon as it's you can. a game changer. Leave that airport as early as possible. Not. I mean, the airport's with, also reason. not mobbed at that time. It's yeah. not. Mo- I was gonna say it's not mobbed. It's because no one wants a seven a.m. flight because they don't understand this yet. They don't yeah. know it yet. I feel like we're ahead of the curve. I mean, I also personally have like anxiety when I leave. Any, especially if you're partying. Like I, the day that I'm supposed to go home, if I am lingering around, the longer I linger, Miserable. the worse my anxiety is. The yeah. sooner like, you can get this, to your couch. This early morning flight, it like literally it's changed the game because then you're home. You don't have the anxiety of like getting home. You're like showered, hair mask, like sitting on the couch watching like some true crime documentary. I'm like, this is where it's fucking at. Especially like like, people like me and Jack don't sleep anyway. So it's not like I'm getting a good night's sleep. Even if I'm allowed to sleep till 9 a.m., I'm not sleeping well because I've been drinking the night before. So it's it's like, get out of there. Yeah. The the reason I bring it up is because I feel like if Jack did bring it up, I can't remember if we did it on the podcast or not, but I I was kind of anti because I was like, I don't think we talked about this yet. I was like, I like to sleep and I like to get somewhere or I like to like go, you know, maybe after checkout at the hotel, I'll go. But this is the move. Like get out early, get home, have a whole day to kind of like, you know, you can kind of like ease back into life at home. 
Even though yeah. I was only gone for two days. Well, Not guilty. It was, I think it was the, the flight that I did. It was when we were coming back from Chicago after yeah. doing our meetup. And it was just the juxtaposition of me already being home and showered and shit. And you guys like hadn't even woke up in Chicago yet. And then there was like eight more hours that you're in Chicago being like, we don't know what to do. We I guess we'll walk bean. around the bean. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. bean. I guess we'll do and the bean. I was like, I've never been more happy of my choice than yeah. that day. Just because the juxtaposition was there. You yeah. could see, I was like, I wish I was home. And Matt yeah. kept being like, shut up. Like, you're not. We, this like, is our flight i wish i was jack right now yeah uh, early flight not guilty do it i recommend not guilty. it i highly recommend it not guilty um okay we're running really late do we want to jump into worsty firsty today and just forego true crime rewind yeah let's do that i think we we'll should do something different you are a horrible person what's the worst thing you've ever done all right, naughty friends, let's just listen to it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, firsties. Um, so I wanted to call with my um, worst thing I've ever done. So I was a kid. I had a weird dream, and I broke my bedroom window in my sleep did not tell my parents because I was afraid of getting in trouble, you know, anxieties as a kid, and let it go for, like, weeks without telling my parents. My sister and my cousin were playing outside a couple weeks later, hit the wall outside of my bedroom window, and my dad went to go get mad at them for hitting the wall against the wall. And I went ahead and was like, oh, my God, you broke my window. And so they got in trouble for breaking my window weeks later after I had really kicked it. Somewhat victimless crime, I guess. But to this day, my sister and my cousin don't know. I finally admitted it to my dad a few years back. And he laughed at me and told me, well, he teased me about it, saying how I was, like, the worst. But he laughed and laughed, and we got a good kick out of it. But never admitted it to my sister and my cousin. Let them still take the blame internally, even though they literally did nothing wrong other than being kids and playing. But, um, yeah, so that's the worst thing I've ever done. Bye, guys. Thanks. In life... There are moments where you have to make a critical decision. Mm. Mm. I've done something and can I get away with this? And for how long? Possibly long enough to pin it on somebody. And else. what are the stakes? What are the stakes? Yeah, what you are know? the stakes? What are the stakes? Um, in this scenario, kind of kind of coasted right through and I said, Oh, how'd that happen? Which I don't hate. Like I think I think in the it depends on what it is. Murder is a whole different thing. God, I love a loophole. If, I'll, if I it's see a loophole. a loophole, I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Slytherin. I, it's a Slytherin vibe. I think But like, it's victimless it often. Is. Yeah, usually. It's I, deflecting. It has of. to be victimless or else then that you're is overtly when you're evil. crossing the line of being a good or bad person. Yeah. Right. It has to be mostly victimless. And if there is a victim, it's got to be a minor thing. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, if you were fearful of getting in trouble, like that's an innocent motivating factor. You're not trying to get someone else in trouble. You were fearful. I, 
I've broken things before, like physically broken yeah, things. Yeah, boys break so much shit. All and the time. then I've kind of like cobbled them back together and then someone else touched it and it fell apart. And I'm like, <laughs> what, dude? That's, like, that's how could you? What did you do? That's a loophole. <laughs> I mean, what did she break? The window? Yeah. I mean, during a dream, that's first of all, I'm your saying. parents would have forgiven you. Well, I mean, who knows what kind Unless of parents she had. If you have good parents. But the fact that you broke a window during a dream is very impressive. I'm like, have you seen a therapist? Those are also the type. Have you seen any of these TikToks about the girl that sleep talks? But like by sleep talks, she's like sitting up, having full conversations. No. Like those are the type of people like you should maybe film yourself and see what you're doing when you're dreaming because you could be a TikTok fascinating, fascinating. Don't you want to be big on TikTok? I think you're a good person. Don't you want to be a star? This is something siblings do to each other all the time. Again, you didn't do this to a stranger. These are your sibling, your sister and cousin. You get a pass. They threw me under the bus plenty of times. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like this is pretty normal. It's a circle of like childhood life. You know, it's like deflecting blame. Yeah. I think you're normal. Yeah. We love you. We love you. Totally fine. Thanks for calling. Mm, thanks in. for calling, though. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that we've come to a close. Yes. Right. This is the end of today's episode. Happy November. It? Happy November solstice. Happy November solstice. No Costanza today. Mm. She's not feeling right. She hasn't felt inspired. It's not, in a I while. can tell. I know when mm. you're. We're going through a slump. I'm here. creatively depleted at it's the all right. moment. That's I think okay. everybody She'll else. When I come back, some... I'll be back with a fervor. You should come back during Christmas. I feel like that'll be inspiring for you. The festivist season will be upon, yeah. upon us. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll be there. The people are waiting patiently. People are waiting. You're ready. All right. Well, we love you, people. Bye. Bye. Bye.